Dr. Baliga here. Today's podcast is on acid-based disorders from an outstanding chapter by Dr. John J. Chang, MD, and Dr. Aldo J. Pexeto, MD, both faculty at Yale University School of Medicine. Dr. Chang is Assistant Professor of Internal Medicine at Yale, and Dr. Aldo J. Pexeto is Professor of Internal Medicine. He's the Clinical Director of the Section of Nephrology at Yale University Yale New Haven Hospital. The chapter is from Baliga's textbook of internal medicine, available at www.mastermedfacts.com. In this podcast, we'll be discussing acid-based physiology under three main headings. One, types of acid loads. Two, buffers. And three, renal handling of acid and base. A very simplistic view. Types of acid loads. The human body is subject to constant acid loads from both exogenous and endogenous sources of acids. The types of acid include carbonic acid, which is derived from carbohydrates, fats, and proteins, and is eliminated in the lungs. The other category of acids is endogenous organic acids, such as lactic acid, Lactic acid is produced from pyruvate under anaerobic conditions. It's derived from carbohydrate and it's eliminated the liver and kidney. The third type of acid are ketones. Ketones are a group of three related compounds. Acetone, beta-hydroxybutyric acid and acetoacetic acid. The latter two being acids. Ketones are derived from fat and protein and are eliminated in the brain and the heart. The fourth category of acids is inorganic acids, including acids which are derived from protein and dietary phosphate, and they're eliminated in the kidneys. Acids are produced from metabolism of carbohydrate and fat, carbon dioxide or its hydrated form carbonic acid constitutes the largest exogenous source of hydrogen ions with a daily acid load of 15,000 milliequivalents. The other exogenic source of acid load is inorganic acids like sulfuric and phosphoric acids derived from the metabolism of sulfur-containing amino acids and dietary phosphates. A typical Western diet generates approximately 50 to 100 milliequivalents of inorganic acids daily. Carbon dioxide is eliminated by the lungs while the inorganic acids are eliminated by the kidneys. Lactic acids and ketones are organic acids and represent an endogenous source of hydrogen ion under normal physiologic conditions. When the rate of lactic acid and ketone formation is low, there is no net addition of hydrogen ion to the body from organic acids. The bicarbonate ion is generated from the metabolism of lactates and ketones respectively by the liver and peripheral tissues consumes the hydrogen ion generated during their formation. A net addition of hydrogen ion, however, occurs when an accelerated production of the organic acids overwhelms the body's normal capacity to consume hydrogen ion. In summary, the daily exogenous acid load consists of carbon dioxide and inorganic acids, which are eliminated by the lungs and kidneys respectively. The daily endogenous acid loads from lactic acids and ketones have no net effect 
on the daily asset base balance. The second heading is buffers. Free hydrogen ions or protons are present in very small quantities in the intracellular and extracellular fluids. A normal extracellular hydrogen ion concentration is only 40 nanomoles per liter, approximately one millionth the concentrations of the other major electrolytes such as sodium, potassium and chlorine ions. The free hydrogen concentration has traditionally been expressed in pH which is negative log of hydrogen ions. The normal pH is 7.4 plus or minus 0.03. In the face of daily exogenous and endogenous acid loads, buffers play a central role in maintaining a stable pH. A buffer consists of a pair of an acid and its conjugate base that is able to either take up or release protons depending on the pH of the solution wherein the buffer is dissolved. By serving either as a sink or a source for protons, the buffer minimizes a change in the extracellular hydrogen ion concentration after an acid or a base load is introduced in the body. The intracellular fluid uses several buffers including proteins and organic and inorganic phosphates. The main extracellular buffer is carbon dioxide and its conjugate base, the bicarbonate ion. The relationship between the extracellular concentrations of hydrogen ion and carbon dioxide and bicarbonate is summarized by the Henderson-Hasselbalch e equation, where pH equals 6.1 plus log of the bicarbonate ion divided by the carbon dioxide dissolved in the plasma. The carbon dioxide dissolved in the plasma is uh, derived by the term 0.03 multiplied by partial pressure of carbon dioxide in millimeters of mercury. 0.03 is the solubility constant for carbon dioxide. The constant 6.1 is the pKa of the carbonic acid. The pKa is used to describe the strength of acids. The pKa is the negative base to the power of minus 10 log of the acid dissociation constant of a solution. Therefore, pKa equals minus log 10 Ka. The lower the pKa value, the stronger the acid. The next heading is renal handling of acid-base, a simplistic view. To understand the role of kidneys in maintaining acid-base homeostasis, it is helpful to track the extracellular concentrations of bicarbonate ion before and after a daily inorganic acid loads of 70 milliequivalents, and finally after its excretion by the kidneys. Assuming that the acid load is buffered exclusively by the extracellular bicarbonate ion, the ingestion of 70 milliequivalents of inorganic acids consumes the same number of extracellular bicarbonate ion and lowers the number of extracellular bicarbonate ion from 408 to 338 milliequivalents. As a result, the extracellular bicarbonate ion concentration falls to 20 milliequivalents per liter. In response to the acidemia from the acid load, the kidneys increase hydrogen ion secretion. In fact, all the hydrogen ion released by the inorganic acids will eventually be excreted by the kidneys. 
In the process of secreting the exogenous hydrogen ion load, the kidneys also regenerate all the extracellular bicarbonate ion that was lost in buffering the acid load and restore the extracellular bicarbonate ion concentration to normal. This happens because the hydrogen ion secretion and the bicarbonate ion regeneration are different manifestations of one and the same process with the secretion of one hydrogen ion accompanied by regeneration of one bicarbonate ion. Finally, the sulfates and phosphates excreted by the kidneys function as titratable urinary buffers taking up the secreted hydrogen ion in the reverse reaction from that which occurred in the extracellular fluid. The foregoing discussion highlights the two distinct yet related roles that the kidneys play in acid-base homeostasis. From the perspective of a total body hydrogen ion balance, the kidney's role is to match the acid excretion to the inorganic acid load, that is, a proton in and a proton out. But from the perspective of the extracellular bicarbonate ion balance, the kidney's role is to maintain the extracellular bicarbonate ion concentration within a normal range. The kidneys regenerate the extracellular bicarbonate ion consumed by the buffering of the acid load. Similarly, after a base load as in bicarbonate infusion, the kidneys eliminate the surplus of the extracellular bicarbonate ion by increasing bicarbonate ion excretion. In both cases, the kidneys restore the extracellular bicarbonate ion concentration. From the standpoint of an acid-base homeostasis, the primary action mediated by the nephron is the hydrogen ion secretion through the process of urinary acidification. In the proximal tubule, urinary acidification accomplishes reabsorption of a majority of the filtered bicarbonate ion. In the distal tubule, that is the cortical and medullary collecting ducts, urinary acidification results in regeneration of the extracellular bicarbonate ion lost in buffering the inorganic acids. As the secretion of one hydrogen ion adds one bicarbonate ion back to the extracellular fluid. Quantitatively, the number of secreted hydrogen ion necessary for bicarbonate ion reabsorption is much greater than that for bicarbonate ion regeneration. The filtered bicarbonate ion load in an individual with a normal GFR of 180 liters per day and bicarbonate ion of 24 milliequivalents per liter is 4300 milliequivalents per day whose reabsorption requires the secretion of the same number of hydrogen ions. In contrast, only 70 to 100 milliequivalents of hydrogen ion is necessary to regenerate the extracellular bicarbonate ion lost in buffering the dietary acid load. In summary, carbon dioxide and its conjugate base bicarbonate ion constitute the main extracellular buffer that helps stabilize the extracellular pH in the face of acid or base loads. The extracellular pH is determined by the ratio of the extracellular bicarbonate ion concentration to the partial pressure of carbon dioxide. By generating an excess or a deficit in bicarbonate ion or 
partial pressure of carbon dioxide in the extracellular fluid. Alkalosis or acidosis alters the ratio of bicarbonate ion in the extracellular fluid to the partial pressure of carbon dioxide and the extracellular pH. Metabolic alkalosis and metabolic acidosis produce an excess and a deficit respectively in the extracellular bicarbonate ion. Respiratory alkalosis and respiratory acidosis produce a deficit and an excess respectively in the extracellular carbon dioxide. An acid-base disorder is termed simple when only a single acid-base disturbance is present and mixed when two or even three acid-base disturbances are present. This simplistic overview of acid-base physiology is derived from an outstanding chapter titled Acid-Base Disorders authored by Dr. John J. Chang and Dr. Aldo J. Pexerto from the Yale University School of Medicine. Dr. Chang is assistant professor at Yale School of Medicine. He completed his medical school, internal medicine, residency and nephrology fellowship at Yale School of Medicine. He works as an academic hospitalist. Dr. Aldo J. Pexeto is professor of medicine at Yale School of Medicine. He also serves as the associate chair for ambulatory operations and quality. He is the clinical chief of nephrology and the director of the hypertension center at Yale New Haven Hospital. This chapter is derived from Baliga's textbook of internal medicine with 1480 multiple choice questions available at www.mastermedfacts.com.